Favorite Geeta A Management Skill A Day Om Krishnam Vande Jagadgurum Krishnam Vande Jagadguru Salutation to the Universal Guru Sri Krishna With deep humility I Chaya Srivatsa present Corporate Geeta a compilation of management skills as expounded by the lord in 700 verses spread over 18 chapters of the gita this book has been an inspiration to many and i hope my humble attempt to capture the pearls of wisdom will help the reader go to the source to discover many more nuggets corporate arena is as much a battlefield as kurukshetra and lord krishna's valuable suggestions to warrior arjuna can be a great help to those who want to bring spirituality to corporate life and make it more effective there are many people doing different kinds of jobs many more job seekers and of course even more jobless they all seem to have one thing in common they have no joy The corporate world is populated by thousands of workers who have no joy of working. There is a lot of frustration, harassment and dissatisfaction. Money is rarely the motivation beyond a certain point. Disgruntled employees pollute the environment at work, making even those few who are dedicated unhappy. What is the solution for this increasing agony? Krishna has the right formula which he expounds in the Gita. The purpose of this compilation is to relate the sage advice given to Arjuna to the countless corporate sloggers so that they can derive the inspiration needed to make their work life joyful. Supreme here refers to the organization and the yogi worker is one who follows the practical tips given to Arjuna to muster courage and face the battle of life the reference to he throughout is not gender sensitive and applies to women too corporate geeta is structured so that you can chant along with mahesh acharya i will give you the chapter and the verse number and the english translation and the corporate context is given by anil shrivatsa Chapter 1 verse 29 Ve patushcha sharire me romaharshascha jayate gandivam samsrate hastat tokchaiva paridahyate My body is trembling and my hairs are standing on end the bow gandiva is falling away from my hand my skin is becoming Taught it. A familiar situation for most of us when confronted with a problem. Arjuna voices his panic to Krishna as he sees his extended family lined before him in the battlefield. The most important tools for a warrior are his weapons and his mental stability. We're all warriors fighting our own battles each day, and losing our cool will only make us vulnerable. Chapter 1 verse 30. Nata shaknam yavasthatum मन निमित्ता पश्यामि 
ചാപ്റ്റർ <laughs> obstacles. Victory sounds like utopia and flight from the scene is easier. We make it sound like a sacrifice while actually we are taking refuge in the flight mode. Chapter 1 verse 32 Kim no rajyena govinda kim bhogair jivite nava kathan nadneya masmabhi Of what use to us is kingdom? What is the value of happiness, pleasure or even life itself when those we love are on the battlefield? Excusitis. What's that you ask? Well, listen on, you'll figure it out. We find excuses for what we are not sure of doing. We justify our denial with lofty sentiments and try to find reasons for our withdrawal from the tricky situation. Why not ponder over the consequences before we step into the arena? Once there, there is no turning back. So keep away the bag of excuses or just don't suffer from excusitis. Verse 39 Kulakshaya kritan dosham prapashyad bhirjanardana With the destruction of a family, its spiritual traditions vanquish and due to absence of traditions impiety comes in the whole society analysis to advantage this is how we justify our quitting a situation we walk into it with our eyes open and yet when the magnitude of it hits us between the eyes we're not ready to accept it as is but find many loopholes that sound convincing to get us out of it we turn our hesitancy to heroism and are naive enough to think others believe us chapter 2 ോമെന്റ് From this point onwards, Krishna the charioter turns life coach and motivates Arjuna to do his bit. We need someone to point out our weakness before guiding us to go ahead. We need someone to lift the veil, clear the cloud, let us see things for the way they are and how they are. Chapter 2, verse 3. Klebhyam asmagam aspartha naitat payyupa padyate chudram hridaya durbalyam Yield not to this debasing impotence. It does not suit you. 
give up such petty wretchedness and stand up and do your duty when we are panic stricken and choose to flight we need a drill master to wake us up krishna does that by accusing arjuna of wretchedness and being faint hearted strong as the words sound they denote concern and swami vivekananda has said that the two most important words in the gita are klaibyam which is wretchedness and uttishtha wake up chapter 2 verse 4 arjuna uvacha katham bhishma maham sankhye dronancha madhusudana ishobih pratiyotsyami pujarhavari sudana arjuna asks how shall i counter attack arrows of warriors like bhishma and drona on the battlefield both of them are worthy of my worship but we often use this word to defeat the purpose of the mentor who wants to show us direction arjuna quickly finds a reason to counter krishna's attack on his noble intentions and diverts the attention to his reverence for his teacher and bhishma turning his faint heartedness to noble feelings for his teacher this is how we fool ourselves into cowardice and inaction chapter 2 verse 14 matra sparshastu kaunteya shitoshna sukha dukkhada आगमापायिनो नित्या It is easier said than done but once the concept is understood it is a matter of raising the bar we are prone to getting attached to fleeting emotions of pain and pleasure letting them rule our lives a bit of endurance can free us from this debilitating state a true warrior in the battlefield of life does not look for mere comfort but for challenges chapter 2 verse 15 yaihi navyathayantete purusham purusharshabha उंडेड It is all well to work hard and party hard but a wise one balances both liberation and emancipation are the operative words of life for life not death chapter 2 verse 31 swadharmamapichavekshya navikampitumarhasi dharmyadhyuddhachreyonyat kshatriyasya navidyate asakshatriya arjuna you deserve honor and recognition when fighting injustice and as strict observant of morality so you should not hesitate so we all have our roles to play and that's called swadharma the swadharma of a student is to study that of a teacher is to teach a doctor to heal a parent to nurture a ruler to lead impartially a soldier to fight against the enemy without associating relationships a cop has to catch the thief even when he knows it's his own brother or son if every employee follows this the organization flourishes chapter 2 verse 
यदृछयाचोपन्नम स्वर्गद्वारमृत सुखिन क्षत्रिया Lucky are those Kshatriyas who get such an opportunity which opens for them the doors of the heaven. So here every opportunity to contribute to a family, society, work or the universe is a blessing, not a task or a burden. We tend to crib and complain when we feel inundated or overwhelmed with responsibilities. considering them as avenues to explore one's potential rather than as obligations can add value to the work we do. Now employees work as a part of their commanded duty but a true professional does it with passion chapter 2 verse 33 atha chetvamimam dharmyam sangramanna karishyasi tatasvadharmam kirtincha hitva papam avapsyasi if you don't wage this righteous war then for neglecting your duties you will incur sin and lose your reputation it is easy to lose one's image as a committed worker built over a period of time with just one slip it is a constant and never ending search for excellence that keeps us visible but once we backtrack in our effort or enthusiasm we lose the name and fame accumulated over a period of time this is a hard price to pay and reminds one of a child building a tower out of play bricks and knocking it off in a minute of rage chapter 2 verse 34 फ्रंट While one's good deeds are spoken of highly by our colleagues it is a short-lived glory easily wiped off by one incident or omission loose talk is fed by this and all previous accolades written off and replaced by rumors and speculations though what people say is not a yardstick to go by it is better not to create a stir with uncalled for behavior a reputation you cannot control character you can chapter 2 verse 35 bhayadranadparatam Your enemies will speak spiteful and insulting words about your reputation discrediting your power what could be more painful than that even more painful than losing one's reputation is attracting negative comments especially from those who do not like us we need not care or worry about what others say but it would be foolish to instigate them by our own actions and conduct 
Success attracts enemies who are waiting in the wings to pull us down with rumors and gossip. It is up to us to be above all of that by avoiding actions that provoke them. Chapter 2 verse 37 Hato va prapsyasya svargam jitva va bhokshase mahim tasmadutishthakaunteya yuddhaya krita nishchayaha If you die on the battlefield you will gain heaven if you win you will enjoy the victory so fight this is what we call a win win situation sometimes the commission or omission of an action can bring about the same result there is nothing to lose you face a challenge for winning or for learning no effort is wasted so why not just try but walking away from this is a sign of a coward waking up to this reality will get us moving and facing the battles of life Chapter 2 verse 38 Sukha dukhe same krutva labha labhau jaya jayau tato yuddhaya yujyasva naivam papam avapsyasi fight for the sake of fighting treating victory and defeat pleasure and distress loss or gain alike by so doing you will not incur any sin Playing the game is more important than reaching the finish line. Often we lose focus and shift it for gains or victory and forsake the main purpose of the action, which is learning. Life is all about gaining knowledge of its many aspects. In the rat race of reaching the winning post, we lose sight of the advantage of gaining wisdom while we're doing our duties or playing our roles. Chapter 2, verse 43. Kamatmanasvarga para janma karma phala pradam क्रिया विशेष बहुलाम भोगैश्वर्य गतिं प्रति मेन ऑफ लेस विजडम प्रीऑक्युपाइड बाय डिजायर्स परफॉर्म ओरिएंटेशंस रिचुअल्स फॉर द अटेनमेंट ऑफ प्लेजर एंड प्रॉस्पेरिटी देयर आर मेनी हु जस्ट फॉलो रूल्स एंड रेगुलेशंस रिचुअलिस्टिकली विदाउट फॉलोइंग द स्पिरिट ऑफ द सेम दे यूज दीस टू सूट देयर ओन एंड्स एंड नॉट द इंटरेस्ट ऑफ द ऑर्गेनाइजेशन अ रूल इज फ्रेम्ड टू अचीव अ डिजायर्ड रिजल्ट Mere knowledge of the policy can defeat its own purpose. Just as the scriptures give us guidelines for civilized behavior, so also the code of conduct manual of the organization. Chapter 2 verse 44 Bhogaishwarya prasaktanam taya pahrita chetasam vyavasayatmika buddhihi samadhauna vidhiyate Those who are misled by sense enjoyment and material wealth don't attain spiritual intelligence. Spiritual maturity comes with balancing our thirst for pleasures of the world and our sense organs. We place high value on these and run after them only to be disappointed when we fail to acquire them. This does not mean giving up enjoying life but adding meaning to our activities so that they become enjoyable. Instead of seeking pleasure from outside, it is wise to find it from within. Chapter 2 Verse 45 Trigunya vishaya veda Nistrigunyo bhava arjuna Nirdvandvo nitya sattvastho Niryoga kshema atmavan Three traits dominate our actions Rise above these and be free from acquisition and preservations be free from tyranny of ego which compels us to go after material wealth we have three traits that dictate our actions 
We should learn to rise above them by not being slaves to those traits but use them to conquer our desire to acquire and preserve. The three traits are no doubt part of our nature, but the ideal state is one of constant purity of thought and action. Chapter 2 verse 46 Yava nartha udapane sarvatas samploto dake tavan sarveshu vedeshu When there is a reservoir, there is no need for a bucket of water. Likewise, the Vedas are no use for the one who has obtained enlightenment. Enlightenment is being aware of oneself. Once you become self-diagnostic, you attain the maturity to handle any situation. This self-knowledge is like a reservoir for your potential. knowing which you will find all other areas of knowledge akin to a bucket of water we spend a whole lot of time in acquiring knowledge that has no direct bearing on our lives or work so understanding oneself is the key to wise living chapter 2 verse 47 karmanye vadhikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana ma karma phalahe turbhuhu mate sangostva karmani perform your prescribed duty but do not be motivated by the results of your activities and do not opt for inaction so do your duty the result is not your right this does not mean you have to ignore or not expect results it only means that you have a right over your action or the duty but not over the outcome this does not promote inaction based on a lopsided logic of why should i do it if i cannot control the result It's all about the attitude to your action. Chapter 2 verse 48 Yogastha kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhya siddhyo samo bhutva samatvai yoga uchyate Perform your duties remaining even minded in success or failure such calm temperament is called yoga a balanced attitude neither over excited about victory or deflated about failure this is the yogic approach to life we tend to blow both success and failure out of proportion and that affects our emotional state the secret is to be in charge of our emotions and take life as it happens with all its hills and valleys enjoying the beauty of both chapter 2 verse 49 durena yavaram karma ുംസ്ാ Such an attitude ensures job satisfaction that we all crave for. It's not in the job but the approach to the action. Appraisals and promotions are something to look forward to but not the be all and end all of life. What matters is the quality of our deliverables and the quality of our life. Chapter 2 verse 50 Buddhi yukto jahati ha ubhe sukrita duskrite ുംസ് ഫ്രീസ് ഫ്രോം ഗുഡ് ആൻഡ് ഈവൽ ഈവൻ ഇൻ ദിസ് ലൈഫ് ഫോർ ദിസ് റീസൺ 
endeavor for yoga expertness in work lies in yoga emphasis on skill ensures better results than hankering for profit or wealth one who enjoys the acquisition of skill is a yogi the one who runs after fame is a bhogi a hedonist and the one who cribs and complains about his action is a rogi an invalid the choice is ours to be either of these most of us focus on the perks not on the works that go towards acquiring it skills last and is useful in troubled times chapter 2 verse 54 arjuna uvacha sthita prajnasya ka bhasha samadhistasy keshava sthitadih kim prabhasheta kimasetavrajeta kim arjuna asks what are the indications of a person with wisdom how does he sit how does he walk thus what are his characteristics is a balanced person expected to have certain characteristics is he identified by his behavior manner of speech action body language these are natural questions that a student of self management raises unfortunately not many employees think on these lines their common queries are about pay scales and promotions these can be upscaled by following the code of conduct mentioned here chapter 2 verse 55 shri bhagavan uvacha prajahati yada kaman sarvan parthamanogatan atmanyevatmanatushtah sthita prajnastadochyate krishna answers when a man casts off and controls all types of desires and selfish deeds then he is said to have a stable mind and is wise now desires in themselves are not bad but when they start to rule our lives and promote our actions they can be disastrous to oneself and the organization a stable employee is one whose dominant desire is to be true to his duty and his employer if he puts his own goals before those of the organization he is bound to be caught up in the selfish pursuit of pleasure and gain chapter 2 verse 56 dukheshvanudvigna manaha sukheshu vigatas pruhaha ಸ್ಥಿತಿರ್ಮುನಿರುಚ್ಯತೆಂಟ್ We have both emotional and rational tendencies which we need to wisely blend in order to be stable minded. We can achieve this mindset when we are able to segregate our personal and professional identities. Chapter 2 verse 57 Yassarvatranabhisnehaha tat tat prapya shubha shubham nabhinandati nadveshti one who does not have attachment with materialistic objects he who is neither delighted nor dejected by good or evil is stable in wisdom wisdom comes from segregating trash from wealth thoughts and actions that are harmful to the organization and contaminate the corporate environment should be avoided and this facilitates the detachment from materialistic wealth which in turn prevents one from greed 
The wise man will know the difference between need and greed and tailor his life accordingly. Chapter 2, verse 58. Yada samharate chayam kurmongani va sarvashaha indriyani indriyarthebhyaha tasya prajna pratishthita As a tortoise withdraws his limbs into the shell, similarly, he detaches his senses from the sense objects and he has established the perfect and stable knowledge. Our sense organs are the first entry point to temptation. We don't have to close our eyes, shut our mouth or block our ears to be able to do this. Instead, we need to keep all of this in shape so that we know what to see, hear or say. Monitoring our sense organs are like the keys to being stable in mind and have equanimity in action. We tend to lash out in anger, listen to rumors and look for faults in colleagues. Chapter 2 verse 59 Vishaya vinivartante niraharasya dehinah rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtva nivartate He who refrains from the objects of sense enjoyment but the taste for sense objects remain this relish also disappears from a man of stable mind when he realizes the almighty desires can be contained or avoided but not denied one who can conquer lurking desires by focusing on meaningful activities can become stable in mind and action now work is worship as it provides us the means to live If an employee approaches his duty with this attitude, diversions that are a product of lurking desires can be overcome, giving a sense of balance and peace at work. Corporate Gita. Corporate Gita.